Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. I'm going to make it short, frank, and to the point. I have had enough of Colin Kaepernick. If you want to buy the crap he's selling, you can be my guest, but count me out. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right. I, I can't begin, I cannot begin, excuse me, I cannot begin to tell you how angry I was when I saw this tweet from Colin Kaepernick on July 4th. Absolutely pissed me off to no end. And you, you can hear it in my voice, folks, you have heard me get agitated, get excited, angry. But this, to me, has become over the top. This is a tweet from Colin Kaepernick. All right? A tweet from Colin Kaepernick, July 4th. Black people have been dehumanized, brutalized, criminalized, and terrorized by America for centuries. And are expected to join your commemoration of independence while you enslaved our ancestors. We reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all. I'm sorry. This guy is a bum. He's full of crap. He's milking this for all that he can. He has been a pain in the ass. He wants to continue to be a pain in the ass. First of all, the NFL just basically opened up its arms. After the George Floyd death, after the George Floyd death, 
the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, said, okay, we made a mistake. We got it wrong. And then he opens up his arms, and he's, he's basically inviting him back into the league, hoping that somebody hires him. Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. So how does Colin Kaepernick respond? You, you see, this is what you call trying to bridge a gap. Whether the motives, you know, it's business related. Of course it's business related. Goodell, you know, there was an issue. There was an issue when he first started taking a knee during the national anthem. And there was an uproar from fans, from, from everybody. It, was, it became a national debate. P- players taking a knee. Is it right? Is it wrong? Is it against the military? Is it against the police? Who's it against? All right? So Goodell, listen, he's got 75% of his league is African-American. He's got an issue. He wants to make them happy. I understand that. While I don't agree with it, I understand it. And the reason I say I don't agree with it, I, I don't... Listen, you folks remember I said people have a right to protest though I would not do it that way. But having said that, again, the commissioner, they open up their arms, and how does he respond? Not only that, but then last week, the league announced that they were going to play a national anthem, a a black national anthem, Prior to week one games in the NFL, there would first be the Black National Anthem, which, by the way, is lift every voice and sing, is which considered a Black National Anthem, and then they were going to play the National Anthem. And when I heard this, I, I said to myself, okay, I do get it. He's trying to make the Black... Co- co- excuse me, black coalition of players in the NFL. He's trying to make them happy. He, G- Goodell and the league, is, they're trying to avoid a controversy. Because obviously what you're seeing, unless you're living on, even on Mars, you probably heard about it. Ever since this whole George Floyd thing, the, the country has gone nuts with protests and rioting and, and, and anarchy. It's, it's madness. So I get what Goodell was doing. So on the heels of Colin Kaepernick being welcomed back, on the heels of this Black National Anthem, which I said at the time could be a potential problem, and the reason I said it could be a potential problem was that you're in a stadium, they play a Black National Anthem, and then they're going to play the National Anthem. And... If anybody kneels during the national anthem after standing for the black national anthem, then you're going to have a major uproar. Then you're going to have fans. You're going to have all kinds of controversy. All kinds of controversy. Then the league would have a major, major, major problem. So on the heels of that, 
This bum, and that's what I'm calling him, Colin Kaepernick, a troublemaking bum. This, on the heels of that, he comes out with that tweet. And again, I'm going to read the tweet to you. Black people have been dehumanized, brutalized, criminalized, and terrorized by America for centuries and are expected to join your commemoration of independence while you enslaved our ancestors. We reject your celebration of white supremacy and look forward to liberation for all. This is a guy, when he was five weeks old, adopted by white parents. I wonder if his, his parents, I wonder if he complains about his parents laying white supremacy on him growing up. It's bullshit. You know why it's bullshit? Think about it. And I let it go for a long time, but let's think about it. When did Colin Kaepernick decide to take a knee? When he was lost his job? When his team was lousy and he was relegated to backup. But when he was the starting quarterback in 2013 for the San Francisco 49ers, meeting the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. And when he was at the top of his game and he had the Super Bowl, the grandest platform platform that there is, none bigger. No bigger stage than the Super Bowl. Millions and millions of eyes looking at that. Millions of eyes. You kidding me? You didn't hear anything about that, did you? Not a peep. That would have really made people take notice. That would have really made people turn around and say, wow. This is not just anybody. This is a Super Bowl quarterback saying this. Wow. But no. And while we're talking about Colin Kaepernick tweets, back on July 4th, 2011, I read you a Colin Kaepernick tweet. Happy 4th of July, everyone. I hope. Everyone has a blessed day. Ain't that nice? Colin Kaepernick, 2012, July 4th. Hope everyone has a blessed 4th. As for me, I'm on that workout flow first. Huh. So I guess he wasn't into his blackness, if you will, at the time. Okay, this, it's got to be enough is enough. You know, you want us to look within, when I say us, you, Colin Kaepernick, you want white people to look within, I say you look within. You look within. I got to hear, I'm hearing Colin Kaepernick's going to tell us about George Floyd. Is Colin Kaepernick going to tell us about Brandon Hendricks? For those of you who maybe don't know about Brandon Hendricks, He's the young man from Monroe High School basketball player in the Bronx last week. Shot and killed in his black community. How about Sicoria Turner? Eight years old. 
black, shot and killed in Atlanta? Where's Colin Kaepernick, this pillar of black pride? Where is he going into the black communities? Where, along with the Al Sharptons and and the likes of those, where where where's the outcry of these children being killed? A couple of weeks ago, uh, what was it? A hundred and one, a hundred and one shootings in Chicago, leaving fourteen dead. We're including a thir- a three year old child, a three year old little boy, a thirteen year old girl. I didn't hear anybody, especially I didn't hear a peep from Colin Kaepernick talking about the brutalization of his community by his own people. I didn't hear any of that. Zero. Not a word. I am so pissed off this morning, you have no idea. Well, maybe you do now. I think, I mean, I'm talking about children. An eight-year-old girl, Sequoria Turner, who was shot in the area of Rayshard Brooks, you know, the Wendy's in Atlanta. Well, we heard plenty of Rayshard Brooks. Are we going to hear just as much of Sequoria Turner? I can bet you sweet ass if it wasn't, a, if it was a white person who shot him, shot her, you'd hear about it. I did it a couple of weeks ago, if you recall, one of my podcasts was, are we stamping out racism or creating more of it? And where the hell's the media? The systemic pandering media. Where is the outcry of children, people's lives being snuffed out with their, within their own community? It's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. And you can bet your sweet ass if this was a white, black situation, it'd be front page in the news, it'd be back page in the news, it'd be leading the news on radio, on TV, every place. It's disgraceful. Where you you want to protest? I mean, I mean Colin Kaepernick, you know what they say silence is not an option. Well, I'm I'm hearing crickets, man. I'm hearing crickets. I'm not hearing a damn thing. Where is the outrage? Go speak to the mothers of these children you'll, and, and the uncles and aunts and grandparents and fathers and mothers. You'll hear plenty of outrage and broken hearts. Their lives will never be the same because the lives of their innocent child have been snuffed out. I don't hear, I don't hear it because you know what? Black on black is not sexy. White on white is not sexy, but black white, ooh, now we're talking. Now we got ourselves a racial issue, and that sells. It is nonsense. It is pure nonsense. It is, I have never seen anything so disgraceful in my life. And he got, this, this is the same guy, Colin Kaepernick. He talks about police brutality. This is the same bum that wore Socks depicting cops as pigs. Same same bum. This is the same bum who wore a Fidel Castro T-shirt. Too bad Castro wasn't in his heyday and Colin Kaepernick was in his heyday talking like this. Because Colin Kaepernick would have been snuffed out in a finger snap. So now you want to stereo, all cops are bad, right? And let's, now we'll defund the police. Well, whose communities, hey, Colin, and your friends, whose communities are going to suffer the most? It's the black communities. 
That's who's going to suffer the most. So where are you in your community talking about it? I mean, you don't have the cops now, and now you have people killing themselves. What the hell? How are you going to fix it? I want to know. You're the man. You got all the answers. You're telling us all about dehumanization. What's worse than dehumanizing your own people? What's worse than dehumanizing and terrorizing your own people afraid to walk out of their house? What's worse than a parent worried when he sends a mommy and daddy, sends their kid, little boy and girl to school, not knowing if they're going to come home? Yeah, tell me about it. Really, tell me about it. I think the National Football League, I think Roger Goodell, he must have crapped himself when he saw this tweet. And quite frankly, again, the players in the Black Coalition should be pissed off. You're trying to make headway in the league, and instead, what's Kaepernick doing? Putting fuel to the fire. If there's a team in the NFL who wants to hire Colin Kaepernick, be my guest. Proceed at your own risk. But I'll tell you, you're asking me, I'd rather lose without Colin Kaepernick than win a damn Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. Because I think he's a stiff and I think he's a fraud. And, and quite frankly, he is no reflection on the black community. And I think the players in the National Football League, and I know a lot of them, a lot of African-American players, good friends, very socially conscious men, educated, smart men, who've backed him. But they got to be careful now because you're standing up for a guy Is he going to lead you down the right path or the wrong path? Because as far as I'm concerned, the strides that you're trying to achieve, fellas, have been hindered by these actions of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you know, Colin, you know, tell me about mom and dad, nice white folks who adopted you at um, five weeks old. They treat you like a slave? They dehumanize you and terrorize you. And now I hear Colin Kaepernick's going to come out with some kind of, uh, they're going to do a uh, documentary or a story on, on him, his high school, what it was like growing up. Oh, okay, buddy. You weren't born in the hood. And, and you know what, Colin? Let me tell you something else. I know a great many black people. I went to a school, Brooklyn Tech. That was in the middle, that is in Fort Greene. And I went in the 60s. And believe me, in the 60s, it was a war zone. And I grew up, I guarantee you, I grew up with more black people in my neighborhood than you did. So I don't want to hear about my dehumanizing. I don't want to hear about my white guilt, my white privilege, nothing. I'm a housing project guy whose old man never worked less than two jobs at a time. So cut the bullshit. A a gap is trying to be bridged. The NFL, not just, a gap is trying to be bridged in communities. And you come out with that on the heels of everything that's been done, quite frankly, recently on your behalf. And this is what you end up saying? Shame on you. And shame on the people who are buying into you. Because as P.T. Barnum once said, a sucker is born every minute. 
and you're making a sucker out of a whole lot of people. You care about your black community? Show me. Don't talk about it. Show me, big man. Show me. Talk is cheap. Anyway, folks, that's a wrap here today. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. And now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can always check out my website, russsalzberg.com. My thanks to my main man who takes such good care of me, Matt Meany. Also, the lovely Ariel. Thanks to my 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, his outstanding assistant, Matt Dahl. And last but certainly not least, a great big thank you to you, the people out there, because without you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, farewell, stay safe. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils, you'll want to invite everyone over, from book club to the fantasy league, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Scented Oils are infused with two times more natural essential oils versus regular Airwick Scented Oils for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Hmm. Transform your space with scents like white sage and mahogany or lavender and water lily. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.